Welcome to the Conscious Business Leader Show. I'm Anna Choi, founder and CEO of Conscious Business Coaching, helping high achieving business leaders prevent burnout to grow in flow. Our firm empowers the next generation of global leaders who will cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness. Join us for the end of the show, where we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing business inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Ready? Let's go. Right now, I have Scott Beebe with us of My Business On Purpose. How are you doing, Scott? Gabby, I'm great. I'm great. How about you? I am good and so excited to learn about this, especially that title. I'm automatically curious. So please just first kind of share the journey of how you got to My Business On Purpose and, of course, what that company entails. Oh, wow. Uh, This is a variegated journey. So there's no this really fragmented blueprint. Mm -hmm. Grew up all over the country. Uh, went to the University of South Carolina, studied sport management, then did a very logical shift. And once I graduated there, went to theology school, studied oh, theology, Okay. then did a very natural shift and went to work for Pfizer. I was a legal drug salesman for a while hmm. and, and uh, did the nat- natural next shift and went to work in a church. <laughs> so, okay. All over the map, and so spent uh, uh, some my early years out of school uh, working in large multinational settings, mm-hmm. for profit, and then also some very small nonprofit okay. uh, settings. And then uh, went back to Pfizer for a while, helped volunteer in some nonprofit stuff. Uh, a lot of work in Nigeria around mm-hmm. 2006 it, and until today. I was just there. Uh, well, last January at the time of this recording, I haven't been able to go since, obviously because of the pandemic, but. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been very, very involved in Nigeria, a lot of friends over there. And so in 2013 had a group ask if I would come, uh, be their international director, did that for a couple of years. And then there was a complete Gabby, a complete kind of board meltdown implosion. I'd never been a part of one of those before. And I wasn't a board member. I was just responsible to the board. Mm -hmm. And that was on February 27th, 2015. We had eight of our nine board members resign on the spot. Uh, for something oh, that wow. I mean, nothing I could do. I just, mm-hmm. in fact, they called me in and asked for some advice on what to do next and basically gave them some options. And one of the options was they needed to dissolve the role I was in uh, because they needed to leave um, due to some things that were happening with one of the particular board members. And so I left 39 years old um, Married three kids and no job. Mm. And uh, that was on, it was at noon on a Friday, February 27th. Remember it so clearly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I can, sure. I can walk you through details. Mm-hmm. Um, no snow. Uh, this, is, this is in Texas in okay. the mid cities of Dallas, Fort Worth. Nine o'clock, it started snowing when we went into the meeting. Three inches of snow were on the ground outside when we came. And the only place it was open was a Mexican food restaurant that one of the resigning board members took me to just to help me kind of lick wounds and, wow. and figure mm-hmm. out what to do next. I mean, this is an organization they poured their lifeblood into mm-hmm. for about a decade. And so that next Monday, I had a choice, I had a lot of choices. Uh, and I just decided to start our business. Um, what is business on purpose? And so what we do, Gabby, is is really straightforward, but it is the, it is the only thing that we do is we work uh, with business owners and key leaders, and we help them build their systems, process, and purpose, uh, all using what we call the business on purpose roadmap for the sole intention that they can be liberated from business chaos. Because so many business owners, their hair's on fire. Yes. They're constantly going this direction and that direction. 
and they need a roadmap and they need a guide and they need mm-hmm. some accountability to help them think through all those areas. They don't necessarily need more customers. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't necessarily need more money. Uh, but a lot of times they just need to be able to wake up and go, <sighs> okay. <sighs> right. So that's where we get them. Like you said, it's definitely been quite the journey for you, but I'm glad now it's brought you to, with this business and now here. And so I'm curious, what is the importance of purpose? Because obviously that can seem kind of intangible and abstract to people, but what is really like just the benefit of it, of figuring out your purpose and especially as a business leader? You know, there's a great story that's told uh, from thousands of years ago. It's a, it's a in, in the Middle East, it's a Jewish family and this father tried so hard to have a child and his father and this mother worked so hard to have a child and they finally have a child and the father goes uh, and he holds the child up and he asked his God, he said, what is the mission of this child to be? Mm-hmm. And you look at that and go, he didn't do anything technical. He didn't do anything uh, that, 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 that's got logical next steps. He asked a purpose question. What is the mission of this child to be? And it's a question we need to be asking ourselves. And if you go back, one of the things I mentioned we do is we use the roadmap to help develop systems, process, and purpose. Mm-hmm. The systems are necessary because if you think about the human body, human body's got, I think it's 11 systems, you know, skeletal, right. uh, the endocrine, the, the, the um, now I forget all of them. Anyway, you know what they are. <laughs> And, but within each one of those 11 ish systems or so, there's, mm-hmm. there's thousands of little micro processes that go on in there. Well, the business, a business is an organism. It's a living dynamic thing. It's breathing, it's moving, it's, it's, it changes, it goes up and down. There's variances to it. No business has the exact same revenue or tax liability on the exact same time of the exact same day of every single year. Mm-hmm. It all fluctuates. And so it's, it's, it's living and it's breathing. So you've got to have systems, you've got to have process. And yet, Gabby, when you and I think about it, like, you know, you're, you're into running. And so there's, there's systematic approach to, to running. There's a process based approach to running, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day is all you ever did was run and there was no purpose to your running. Wow. What an empty feeling mm-hmm. that is. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like, all right, I ran and I did it in this time, you know, whatever you run those things, 58 seconds or something. <laughs> And, and, I, and I ran and I did it, but, but unless there's this meaning on the other side of it, that's what truly is magnetizing, motivates us, pushes us towards that thing. And so mm-hmm. you've got to be able to articulate all three of those, the systems, the process, and the purpose, because the purpose is what draws us. Mm-hmm. And so with that explanation, going back to how you explained about your journey, does that, does your own personal journey kind of go with what you kind of made the whole business based off of in the culture? Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, I, I go back when I told you I was in theology school I'm mm-hmm. back there. I had this professor and it was this class that in my first year, it's a three-year program. In the first year, I didn't want to take this class because mm-hmm. I just had no interest in the class and whatever. And I was hoping over a period of three years that that I could somehow finagle my way out of the class. Well, finally, my last year, I had to take the class. Mm-hmm. And so this professor stands up and his name's Dr. Michael Barnett and he's since passed, but I will never forget this guy. At a theological school, very conservative. And here I am, a former football player, went to a state university. Like I'm just kind of a normal guy, okay. right? Mm-hmm. And I step on this campus and there's so much like spiritual verbiage. I don't even understand half of what they're saying. And this guy gets up and it turns out after he told us his story, he, he built and grew a business and he played football at LSU in the University of Houston. I was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, like I can, I can relate, relate with this yeah. guy. 
And so you had that guy. And at the end of that class, he taught us about this idea of a vision, a mission, and a value. Mm. And I've never, ever forgotten it. And every uh, organization I've ever been a part of, I've always been the weird guy to come in and go, hey, can we spend some time articulating a vision? And usually the response is eye rolls. We're like, yeah, we did that last year. We paid somebody, you know, 200 grand to come in and sit down and it's sitting over there on a bookshelf and a dusty no one folder. Looks at it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what we realized is, no, 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 no. We've got to take this gold of vision, mission, values, and we've got to implement. There's a mm-hmm. guy named Joey Calloway wrote a great book called um, Magnetic. And he says in the book, vision without an implementation is hallucination. And it's so true. Yes. So we can write and articulate vision and it does need to be written by the way. But once we've got that, then we need to implement and go after it. So you do your running, but do your running only after you've articulated, Hey, I want to be, you know, top 10 in the nation in this right. particular event or whatever, mm-hmm. write it down. Now let's work towards that thing. Right. And it's like crazy how powerful it is. Like you said, just writing it down and seeing it. And it's like the actions can follow where it's just that reminder. It's just that little step yeah. that really just, just propels everything. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've taken it to the nth degree. Our family has a vision, mm-hmm. a written vision in a folder. It's on the top of our fridge. And we look at it about three times a year. Uh, we've got a mission statement. Our family's to be a light through wisdom, adventure, and time around the table. Um, just dropped my daughter off back off at college. Mm-hmm. We wrote down her budget. I mean, we write down everything. My stationery right here. Write it down yes. is one of our core values with the business. I mean, we are obsessed with writing things down mm-hmm. because of what you just said, Gabby, is once you write it down, there's a great statement that says, write the vision down so that those who read it may run. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's so amazing. That's so powerful. And so I'm thinking about just like you said, in, within your family that you implement it. I'm curious, what is one of your favorite client success stories with your company? Oh my gosh, we have got legions of these, um, <laughs> but there's a number. And I'll, so let me just give you a recent one. Uh, and this is actually one uh, of client, one of our other coaches, but this is the most recent. And we just talked about it on our coaches meeting earlier today. And so this is a uh, husband and wife team, the Namdars, uh, Mike and Aaron Namdar, and they own Live Oak Electric in Bluffton, South Carolina. So anybody okay. listening can look it up, Live Oak Electric in Bluffton, South Carolina. And uh, the Namdars are from the Northeast, but they moved down as so many people do down here in the low, low country of South Carolina. Okay. And he's got a background in being an electrician. And so mm-hmm. they did what many electricians think to do and they start their own entity. And so they started their own entity. And Gabby, wouldn't you know it? Payroll, taxes, inventory of supplies, material ordering, scheduling, all of the stuff just completely, completely overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Thomas Joyner, one of our coaches, starts working with the Namdars. They hear about us through one of our other clients. They start working with the Namdars. And every other week they meet and they sit down, they go through. I've got on the wall for anybody who can see our business on purpose roadmap. They start to go through the roadmap. About six months in, two weeks ago, Mm -hmm. Thomas calls me so fired up. And he goes, Scott, I got to tell you this story. So he tells me this story. And I'm like, well, the story, I mean, it's not that powerful. Like it's, Mm -hmm. that's a cool story, but we hear a lot of those. And he goes, no, 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 no. It's what he said at the end. Mm-hmm. Only six months in, and Mike Namdar's comment was, we finally turned a corner. Mm-hmm. And Gabby, the reason it was so powerful to me is because when a business owner says they finally turn a corner, everybody that hears them assumes that profitability went up, revenue went up, right. all the money stuff goes up. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it, and, it, and it did, 
but we don't care if any of that stuff goes up. We want it to, and we've got metrics for tracking and all those sorts of things. So it's going to go up. But what he meant was we've turned a corner is we finally have our life back because that's what they didn't have. It's a husband and wife team. They've got kids at a local high school and they didn't have time to spend together. And when they were together, they really weren't together. Right. Their mind was in different, different places. places. Mm-hmm. And so when he said, we finally turned a corner, we realized this was a holistic corner turning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The revenue, the profit, that's great. We've got metrics on all that, split the bank accounts, did all the right stuff to get that. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, Gabby, what you had mentioned earlier about purpose, that's what they had turned the corner on. You've given us more purpose because you've helped us to set up the systems and the process. Mm. And it's just makes me happy. I love to hear those things and everything too. And so with that goes to my next question, as far as, like you said, it's beyond revenue, profit, everything that's concrete. And so I'm so interested to hear what does being a conscious business leader mean to you? Yeah. We just literally right before um, I got on this podcast with you, we were in the process of hiring uh, a potential new coach mm-hmm. and uh, it's about a three and a half month hiring process. We don't have a lot of coaches, Uh, It's me and two other coaches and then a client connections coordinator uh, for coaches. And so we take it really, really serious Mm -hmm. when we do, um, when we do hiring. And as we've gone through this, this just happened literally about 25 minutes ago, uh, we got done and we're into stage uh, step five of our hiring process. We only have two more steps remaining because we have a seven step process. Mm -hmm. And in step five of the process, uh, the next step is for this new coach to go uh, take their spouse to dinner with uh, one of our other coaches who will be uh, this guy's mentor with mm-hmm. their spouse since we have a spousal dinner. Okay. And uh, when we finally got done and laid out everything, we've walked through all the details for the last couple of months. I said, well, do you, I'll, I'll just call him John. Uh, I said, John, any, any other questions, any other thoughts? And he said, I just wanted to let you know that the last two and two and a half months, I really feel like you've honored me through this mm-hmm. process. And he said, this has felt like a very human experience and not like I'm just another person that's coming into the thing. Mm-hmm. And so I want you to know that that I've noticed that and I've felt that. That's what I feel like it's like to be a conscious business is one who is conscious about the person across from you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's when you're sitting down with a client to look across to them and go, hey, they're not just a monthly revenue. Uh, they're, they're, they're not just a monthly fee. Mm-hmm. They're not just a PL statement. They're not just a, a, a level two dashboard that we track. They're not just a, a truck that's running down the side of the road with their name on the side of it. Right. That's a human being that's mm-hmm. got a family. They've got a purpose. They've got struggles. They've got faith convictions. They've got all sorts of things that are wrapped up in there. And what we tell them all the time, Gabby, is this. Uh, well, in, in our vision story, the very first section that we have people fill out in their vision story is family and freedom. Mm-hmm. And eventually we'll get questions that go, Hey, I thought this was a business vision. And our response is it is. That's why your family and freedom is in there Involved. is because mm-hmm. business and life necessarily intersect. They have to, to. there's not a human on earth that if something happens at home, they don't bring that to work. Right. And if something happens at work, they don't bring that home. Mm-hmm. And so to be a conscious business is to realize that we're we're human beings, both life and business and entity and family and all of the things. Mm-hmm. And so as business coaches, we have to coach all of that. We can't just coach the PL or the sales strategy or the marketing strategy. Right. And so that whole mindset and ideology, can we find that in your book? Can you tell us about that? Yeah, I would love to. Thanks for asking. So yeah. if you go to 
look up on Amazon. It's called Let Your Business Burn. Uh, stop putting out fires, discover purpose, and build a business that matters. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a great read. It's an easy read. I've got, I've got stories all through. I'm a story guy. I like okay. to think about stories. I hate boring books. Uh, but there's a lot of a lot of systems and processes in there. And so I had to make it fun. But there's stories that uh, from our time in Nigeria, there's stories from our client conversations here that you can read in there. And then the other thing is if you just go to our website, mybusinessonpurpose.com, on the front page, we have made a commitment to be incredibly transparent about the world of business coaching. And so the very first question we answer on a video is, how much does business coaching cost? Mm -hmm. And it's right there on the front page. And we hide nothing from there. Again, trying to be a very conscious business. Wonderful. Scott Beebe, thank you so much for telling us all about business on purpose. Thank you so much and have a great future moving forward. Thank you, Gabby. Thanks for listening to the Conscious Business Leader Podcast. If you're a conscious business leader or entrepreneur who would like to be on the program, please visit annasunchoy.com slash apply. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone, text it to a friend, or post it on the socials. And if you do that, tag us with the hashtag Conscious Business Leader. Now, can you also hook us up now to your podcast player and just give us a thumbs up or a rating and review? Your feedback helps us better empower that next generation of global leaders to cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness through being a loving presence. While you're at it, hit the subscribe button. You know why? Because each week you're going to be inspired and energized 15 minutes a day. My name is Anna Choi. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at AnnaSunChoi.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Conscious Business Leader Movement. Thank you.